Good evening, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. I'm so glad that I am back here on Facebook Live and on my YouTube channel as I was gone for a week, went away for vacation, but I am back and I'm ready for a jam-packed show today. We have got a great show for you. This is really my favorite day in sports because it is opening night in college basketball. And I was going through my phone and looking at all the matchups, especially here in Georgia, as far as ESPN Plus broadcasts. And a special shout out to Columbus's own Jonathan Shushke, a.k.a. Buckets, who is the curler commentator tonight for the Stephen F. Austin game on ESPN Plus. I was able to discover that and he did a great job and wish him the best of luck this season. And I can't wait to... Call some games in the future with Jonathan Shushke. I know that uh, he helped me out filling in for me for the Columbus Lions in uh, the summertime. And I wish him the best of luck at Stephen F. Austin as well. We do have a great show for you because I'm going to talk about Georgia. They were in action against Oregon. Georgia Tech getting a big win over Georgia Southern. We had Georgia State fall in a heartbreaker to Belmont. Mercer, probably the biggest upset of the night. Clark Atlanta getting the big upset over Mercer. The Hawks are in action, taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about the Monday night football game. Right now, it's going on in the third quarter. The Chargers are leading the Jets. I will get into the brackets. The brackets are set in the GHSA playoffs, the GIAA playoffs, and the gaps. We have got a jam-packed show, but I'm going to... Make a special announcement on this show. Tomorrow, Thrift Behringer and I will have our Georgia-Alabama Sports Live show. And that will air on the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live Facebook page and YouTube channel. So you might want to check that out. We had the Glenwood Gators Coaches Show today on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. Really, we had a busy weekend. We had media days for high school basketball. I can't believe high school basketball is already here. Calvary Christian played a game tonight. Congratulations to Coach Gordon getting his first victory of the season. We got some teams from Muskogee County. They're going to be in action this weekend in some tournaments as well. I will get into all of that. I had a lot of fun helping Thrift Barringer out with high school media days for Georgia Alabama Sports Live. We had 15 schools and when you do a media days, you get to learn about the schools for the boys and the girls and this upcoming season. I'm excited. I'm already looking at the schedule. I'm penciling in some of these matchups. I mean, we've got Russell County taking on Valley. I mean, the defending 5A champions. Coach Marshawn Harper did a great job with the Valley Rams. They went undefeated. I'm excited to see Valley. I'm excited to see Auburn. We saw them in the CB Hoops Perfect Practice Fall League. Central made a big run to the state championship last year. And when you talk about just a highlight film, you talk about the Central Red Devils with Jacoby Hill. On the other side, for the Lady Red Devils, you got Jabria Lindsay. I'm just excited about basketball all around. And this is a very fun day. Opening night in college basketball. We got high school basketball and the NBA. Let's go ahead and dive right into the first team I want to talk about. It's the Georgia Bulldogs, led by Coach Mike White, entering his second year. They went 16-16 and last year. 
And, you know, they improved by six wins as Mike White took over for Tom Crean. They did lose tonight to Oregon, 82-71 to in Las Vegas. But the big bright spot was Jabari Abdurrahim. He had, he had 18 points on the night. If you don't know who Jabari Abdurrahim was, he is a third-year starter for the University of Georgia. He did average seven points a game last year, so it's good to get his game up and chip in with 18 points. He happens to be the son of great basketball player in the state of Georgia, Sharif Abdurrahim. He won a state title with Joseph Wheeler, went on to play at Cal for one year, was drafted by the Vancouver Grizzlies, played for the Hawks, he played for the Sacramento Kings. Truly, he was an underrated player. He would average 20 points a game, but he kind of flew under the radar. And he is a legend in Georgia. And it, he had his relative, uh, Amir Abdurrahim, won uh, the Atlantic Sun for Kennesaw State and took them to the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. He's now over at South Florida. I will get into Kennesaw State because even though they didn't play tonight, I have news about their season tickets. They've skyrocketed. Everybody wants to get in on the action. I have never seen the buzz for Kennesaw State basketball until now. I was talking to Chris Gates today at the Glenwood Gators Coaches Show about Kennesaw State and how I remember I used to go to games all the time. Back in 2005, 2006, Kennesaw State pulled off the biggest upset when they beat Georgia Tech back in 2010, and then they kind of fallen off the map. I mean, they were going through coach after coach, and then they bring in Amir Abdurrahim, who only won one game in his first year as coach of the Kennesaw State Owls. But it took some time and some patience. They win the Atlantic Sun by beating a very good Liberty team. And they had a 13-point lead on Xavier in the first round of the NCAA tournament up in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I was a believer. I think the Kennesaw State Owls can make the NCAA tournament once again. This is going to be their final year in the Atlantic Sun Conference before they make the jump to Conference USA. But I think the Kennesaw State Owls can do it. And a big shout-out to Charles Stone, the former Columbus Blue Devil, who averaged 19.8 points his senior year. He was a freshman on the KSU Owls squad last year, and he's entering his second year for the Kennesaw State Owls. So back to Georgia. They got the 82-71 loss in Las Vegas over Oregon. They will play Wake Forest this Friday, and they really are trying to build off of the success they had last year. I mean, they had some pretty bright moments in Mike White's first year as head coach. The Damon Stottlemyre era has begun at Georgia Tech. Uh, I love this hire. Coach Damian Stottlemyre took over for Josh Pastner. Before that, it was Brian Gregory. Georgia Tech just could not find the right coach. Paul Hewitt took Georgia Tech to the NCAA championship game in 2004. He got a big extension and he brought in great NBA players like Chris Bosch and Amon Shumpert and Glenn Rice Jr. I mean, they had some great players. Georgia Tech was always a factory for bringing players to the NBA. I like to nickname them known as Point Guard U 
And back when Georgia Tech was in its heyday at Alexander Memorial Coliseum, Coach Bobby Crimmins had them go into the NCAA tournament just about every year. They made the Final Four in 1990 with Lethal Weapon 3. And then that incredible run to the national championship in 2004. They were going up against a juggernaut in UConn with Emeka Okafor and Ben Gordon, Charlie Villanueva. <laughs> that team was stacked. But that Georgia Tech team believed they had some scrappy players like Jarrett Jack and Will Bynum. But I would like to see Georgia Tech back to that level and be one of the top teams in the ACC. Every now and then, they'll get hot. They'll rattle off some games. They'll win the ACC, but they get bounced in the first round of the NCAA tournament. In fact, I don't think Georgia Tech has made it past the first round in the NCAA tournament since... I want to say 2006 or 7, but I'll have to go into the record book. It's been a while. It's been a while since Georgia Tech has made it past the first round of the NCAA tournament. I do remember 2010, they uh, played Ohio State in the second round, but they were bounced by Loyola Chicago back in 2021. I think that Coach Damian Stoudemire is going to build a culture, and with this 84-62 win over Georgia Southern, led by Miles Kelly, 25 points, and that is a big bright spot for the Yellow Jackets. Looking forward for them having a great season. Over to Georgia State. Oh, man. Suffered a heartbreaking loss tonight against Belmont. 89-87. to It was tied. Belmont had the final shot, and Georgia State fouls the shooter. Belmont makes two foul shots, and Belmont wins the game. But Georgia State's going to be fine. They got a pretty good team. The biggest upset of the night has to be Clark of Atlanta defeating Mercer at Hawkins Arena down in Macon, Georgia, 71-64. to I did not see this coming. I thought that this was going to be a game where Mercer could control the game and they could come out with the win. But some of the action around college basketball, I mean, we had some top 25 games. Let's start with the defending national champions, the Yukon Huskies. They get the big 95-52 to win over North Arizona. You had North Carolina, who I think North Carolina has the best player in college basketball. He's definitely going to be up for the Naismith Award. Armando Baycott. He's going to be great. North Carolina beats Radford. A little bit closer than people thought, 86-70. to 70. And then, you know, Kentucky got the win over New Mexico State. The team that is ranked number one in the AP poll, the Kansas Jayhawks, get a win over North Carolina Central, 99-56. to 56. Remember, Kansas won the national title back in 2022. I'm just so excited. You know, Purdue got a win over Samford. You got Tennessee getting a win over Tennessee Tech. The marquee game that is happening right now on TNT, by the way, this was the game I penciled when I saw the schedule for college basketball. I wanted to see the debut of Bronny James. Right now, USC is leading Kansas State 14-8. to And I don't know if Bronny James is playing in that game, but that was just one of those games where I really wanted to see yeah he's on the bench he uh, he's not starting in this game but uh, I'll try to give some updates because I know everybody is focused on Bronny James and what he's going to do at USC 
this season. I think USC is going to get a lot of attention. They're going to get a lot of games that are going to be nationally televised. And I'm looking forward to seeing how Bronny James it you know continues to develop as a player in college basketball. Yeah, Michigan State, they're they're in a close game right now with James Madison, 50 to 48. Michigan State, fourth, ranked fourth in the country. And you know, and we're just getting started because you know, this is Monday night. We got some Tuesday night games. The Auburn Tigers, Bruce Pearl, you know he has a great team. They underachieved a little bit last year. They're going to take on the Baylor Bears on ESPN tomorrow. The 20th ranked Baylor Bears. Auburn wants to try to get back to the NCAA tournament and continue making those deep runs as they did. Great players like Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith. Just great players that the Auburn Tigers have had. You know that final four-run team back in 2019. Bruce Pearl is the coach to do it. And that atmosphere is absolutely electric. The Auburn Tigers, they should be back and possibly ranked. And then looking at some of the other games that are happening, I do want to touch up on Kennesaw State because, man, I tell you, Kennesaw State, they're taking on Oakwood. This game's going to be on ESPN Plus at the Convocation Center. I expect that to be a packed house. You're going to have that whole place just completely packed with fans. Kennesaw State is going to see just a, just an uptick of student attendance. When you make the NCAA tournament, that puts you on the map. Just ask Florida Gulf Coast. Really, that put them on the mass. On the map, just ask Winthrop. Just ask Valparaiso. I mean, these teams that just come out of nowhere. And, you know, th- that that effect was with Mercer back in 2014. I mean, it's kind of worn off a little bit. But Mercer had that effect when they upset Duke in the NCAA tournament in 2014. You could tell I love college basketball. It's November. I'm talking about college basketball here on the show, which means I should have a huge advantage when it comes to March, and we're filling out our brackets for March Madness. Speaking of brackets, later in the show, I have the brackets for the GHSA playoffs from 7A all the way to 1A Division II. I will talk about the brackets, who are the favorites coming out of each of the classifications for the GHSA. And I plan on having some guests later on this week. I don't want to spoil any surprises, but, you know, the guests are coming, and I am excited about that. All right, moving on, I'm going to stay with college basketball. The LaGrange Panthers, they will open the season November the 8th at the Mariotti Gymnasium, taking on Birmingham Southern. The LaGrange Lady Panthers, they are in a tournament this weekend at the Mariotti Gymnasium. They are taking on Barry College and Sewanee College in the CCS SAA Classic. That is always fun. Hey, the Point University Skyhawks, they are 3-1 on the season. They are taking on Southern University, and the Point Lady Skyhawks, over the weekend, they lost to Reinhardt, uh, 81-75, to and they are taking on Montreat, November the 11th. I do want to recap the game that I called on Friday on the campus of Chattahoochee Valley Community College. It was a great atmosphere, great event. The 
Lady Pirates of CVCC. They won over Albany Tech 64-40. to I had the privilege of calling the game on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. Haley Sanders led all scorers with 19 points. She also had 14 rebounds. Uh, she really was just a double-double out there on the court. Carissa Johnson with 15 points. She shot four threes. I remember I was getting excited on the broadcast every time Johnson nailed a three. Their next home game is going to be this Thursday at 5.30 against Southern Crescent Technical College. So you want to check that out on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. The CVCC Lady Pirates are 1-1 one one on the season. The men's team, they will play next November the 15th. Tip off at 6.30. They are currently 1-2 on the season. That will be a Wednesday game, November the 15th. Tip off at 6.30. All right, right now we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, I am going to reveal, I mean, it's not a revelation. It, they're out there, but I'm going to share the brackets for the GHSA playoffs, the GIAA playoffs, and the gaps. You don't want to go anywhere. It's a sports beat with Richard Holdridge. We'll be back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home. Offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Bond. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan. 770-954-9941. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. <sighs> Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the Word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in. Take out. It's Wishbone Fried Chicken. Right next door to their former location. Bringing you the best chicken around. 
So great. Wishbone Fried Chicken 31, Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Noonan. Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern. You'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show daily at noon right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Help protect your family from flu this season by taking three easy steps. First, get yourself and your family a flu shot. It's quick and can protect you all season. Second, take everyday actions to help prevent the spread of germs like flu. Cover your cough, stay home from work or school if you're sick, and wash your hands often. Third, there are drugs that can treat flu illness. These work best when started early. Learn more at cdc.gov slash fight flu. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy. Because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holders, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. And you can catch an episode of this show on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key home of Southern Sports, Mondays through Friday from 2 to 3. You know, I've been on that radio station for almost two years now. I can't believe I've been doing this podcast for almost four years. And no matter how big I get or trying to grow the podcast or really networking with other broadcasters and doing things for Georgia Alabama Sports Live, I love sports. And that's why I love doing this podcast and talking about sports as much as I can. First of all, this podcast is local to Columbus, Georgia. I've lived in Columbus since 2015. I love this city. I love not only the professional sports teams that we have here, including the Columbus Lions, the Columbus River Dragons, the Columbus Chattahoots, the Chattahoochee Monsters. I love Columbus State Athletics, all the high schools here in the Chattahoochee Valley. I want to try to give them love, but there is a team that I want to try to give love to more, and that is the Columbus Georgia Vipers. So I was at the grocery store the other day, and I ran into one of their star players, Anthony Daniels. Recognized him immediately. Talked about how the season's going. Congratulated him on winning the championship last year. For those of you who don't know who Anthony Daniels is, he is the younger brother of the owner of the Georgia Vipers, Angela Daniels. He's a great player. And I really wish that the Georgia Vipers 
can get more love. They do play their games at the KBW Gymnasium. That is near the campus of St. Ampicelli. The Columbus Georgia Vipers are going to be in action this Sunday. Tip-off at 5 p.m. against the River Region Generals as they are the defending PBA National Champions. And uh, they just want to try to get some love. I'll try to give them more love on this podcast. I mean, it was great running into Anthony. I've had Cortez Chaney on the show a couple of times, the former Kendrick point guard who's really been the, the floor general. They have great players like Cortez, Anthony, Richard Men- uh, Anquan Mendenhall. I keep saying that, Richard Mendenhall, the former Steelers running back. But they just got great players, and I just am excited about Columbus, Georgia, Vipers basketball. And they also have a, a girls team, too, the Lady Venom as well. So a big shout-out to Dr. Tosh Mahone and Angela Culliver for really having a good product. I came down and I saw a game, and it was exciting. It really is just a highlight reel just of great basketball players, and I do appreciate them. Congratulations to Coach Jonathan Gordon of the Calvary Christian Knights getting the first win of the season. Calvary Christian tonight. Yeah, I can't believe the high school basketball season has already started. We just had media days yesterday, and it's already started. Calvary Christian gets the 84-57 win over Central Christian. We are going to be calling a lot of Calvary Christian basketball games this season on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. One game in particular that it really got my interest. And when I was going on Max Preps and I was looking at the schedule, I thought, wow, Calvary is playing Glenwood. That is going to be an epic matchup, and I cannot wait. You got Coach Gordon going up against Coach Purdue. How awesome is that going to be? Hey, we got some Muskogee County schools that are going to be in action for basketball this weekend. A big shout out to Debbie Skipworth for you know having me on the email distro, sending me all the events from Muskogee County. We do have middle school football that's going on on Wednesdays at Otis Spencer and at Kinnett. Just a big shout out to all the middle schools. Good luck this upcoming season as we get closer to the championship. Let's start with the Hardaway Boys. They are going to be on the campus of Landmark Christian taking on Monday's Mill. The Northside Patriots are hosting Southwest Atlanta Christian. Yes, the high school of Dwight Howard. That really caught my eye. And we have a matchup between two Muskogee County schools who are non-region opponents, the Columbus Blue Devils, taking on the Kendrick Cherokees. And we saw both those schools at high school media days yesterday. And finally, the Hardaway Girls led by their head coach, Kelly Ellison, that took them to the Final Four last year. She's got a great team coming back. I was very intrigued with the Hardaway girls and what type of team they're bringing back this year as they were also featured in the high school basketball media days. They are taking on Union Grove, and that is going to be held at Jones County. I'll try to keep you updated on all the high school basketball throughout the entire season. We do have a slate of games that we are going to live stream on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. And it's it's just exciting. It truly is. And now it's about that time in the show. I'm going to talk about these brackets. Because they need to be talked about. 
Look, I'm going to go ahead and start with 7A. And I realize that we don't have any 7A schools in Georgia, in in Columbus. We don't have any 7A schools in Columbus. We don't have any 6A schools in Columbus. But there are so many great teams in 7A that could win a state championship. We're talking some of the best in the nation. We're talking Buford. We're talking Mill Creek. We're talking Walton, Grayson. So let's go ahead and get right into the bracket. We're going to start in the upper quadrant. The first game, the third seed, Archer, is taking on Valdosta. We all know Valdosta as Town. That's actually referring to Lowndes. But Valdosta is also a very good high school as well. Harrison is the fourth seed, taking on the number one seed, Carrollton. Carrollton has got a special sophomore quarterback who made the cover of Sports Illustrated. All right, down in the lower quadrant, in quadrant one, the third seed, North Gwinnett, is taking on the second seed, West Forsyth. You got Mountain View, the fourth seed, taking on Walton, one of the top teams that's favored to win the state title in 7A. Down in quadrant two, you have Campbell, the number four seed, they were able to sneak into the playoffs. Campbell is taking on McEachern, the number one seed. You got Lambert, the number three seed, taking on Peachtree Ridge, who is the number two seed. And Osborne taking on Mill Creek. Seriously, I think Mill Creek, one of the top teams in the nation, not just the state of Georgia. Uh, that is going to be a massive game. And I think that that is going to be just a highlight reel. All right, Joseph Wheeler over in Quadrant 3 taking on Buford. Buford's a number two seed. I mean, Buford with Dylan Riola, they have just a talented team that could win a state title, and they're a number two seed. Denmark is a number four seed taking on Norcross. You got East Coweta. Finally, we have a, a team in Noonan, as this show is broadcasted in Noonan, Georgia. East Coweta, the number three seed, is on the road, taking on North Paulding. You got Richmond Hill, that's taking on the one seed, Grayson. Down in quadrant four, let me go ahead and get my slide ready. Down in quadrant four, you have Collins Hill. Yeah, that sounds about right. Richmond Hill taking on Grayson. You have Joseph Wheeler, that's taking on Buford. You have Denmark taking on... All right, Collins Hill is taking on North Cobb. Collins Hill is a number three seed. Remember, Taylor Heineke uh, goes yeah, went to Collins Hill. He's now playing for the Falcons. Collins Hill taking on North Cobb. Then you have Duluth that's taking on Milton. Milton, a number one seed. Marietta taking on Westlake. And Parkview taking on Colquitt County. Colquitt County looks amazing they're ranked as one of the top teams in the state of georgia so if i had to pick a favorite to win the 7a state championship remember this is the final year for 7a football in georgia this is gonna go away i think it's gonna be mill creek back-to-back champs although buford has a tough team it's gonna be tough it really is all right let's go ahead to 6a 
The Quadrant 1, we got Dunwoody taking on Lee County. That's the number three seed taking on the number two seed. Lovejoy is taking on Effingham County. Alpharetta taking on Sequoia. Habersham Central taking on Douglas County. Up in Quadrant 3, East Paulding is taking on Lanier. River Ridge is taking on Roswell. Brunswick taking on Mundy's Mill. Northside of Warner Robins taking on Marist. Let's go ahead down into Quadrant 2. Howson County is taking on North Atlanta. You got Evans taking on Woodward Academy. Creekview taking on Blessed Trinity. South Paulding taking on Gainesville. Over in Quadrant 4, you have North Forsyth taking on Langston Hughes. Can't believe Langston Hughes is the number two seed. That is crazy. Sprayberry taking on Rome. Rome is a dark horse to win the state title. I actually would put Rome up there with Gainesville. Jonesboro is taking on Glenn Academy. St. Puise, ex-Catholic, is taking on Thomas County Central. A lot of great teams in 6A. And finally, we get to 5A. This is where the Columbus School, schools in the Chattahoochee Valley, call their home. But not for long. After the reclassification, all the schools that are near the Chattahoochee Valley are going to go down to 4A. I'm talking Harris County, Northside. They are going to be going down to 4A. Let's go over to Quadrant run 1. Decatur taking on Ware County. McIntosh is taking on Warner Robins. McIntosh, a great team. They got the 4 seed. They are taking on Warner Robins. Dalton is taking on Greater Atlanta Christian School. A fun fact, that is also the school of Davis Mills, who was one of the top recruits in Georgia. He chose Stanford, and he went on to play for the Houston Texans. Flowery Branch taking on Creekside. Over in Quadrant 2, Statesboro is taking on Tucker. Ola taking on Harris County. I cannot wait for that matchup. And Ola is going to be a tough out. I think as a number four seed, Ola is a very strong number four seed. They finished seven and three in the regular season. Cambridge is taking on Hiram. Jackson is taking on Jefferson. Let's go over to quadrant three. As Chapel Hill is taking on Eastside. Centennial taking on Cartersville. Dutchtown taking on Northgate. Jenkins taking on Arabia Mountain. Loganville is taking on Mays. Cass is taking on Kell. Northside is taking on Jones County. This is a road game. Remember, Northside got the number three seed. They're going to go on the road in the playoffs. And Chambly is taking on Coffee. Moving on to 4A, where we do have some teams in the Chattahoochee Valley here in 4A, representing the Chattahoochee Valley well. Let's start over in Quadrant 1. And what do you know? Troop County is right there as a number three seed. They will take on the Cairo Syrup Makers on the road. I'm not going to make a prediction, but I think that Troop County, it doesn't matter if they play on the road. It doesn't matter if they play at home. They were able to win a road playoff game last year, and they made it all the way to the Final Four. So this Troop County team, it doesn't matter where they play. I think they get the win over Cairo. I honestly do. And they would await the winner of Wayne County and Spalding. You also have Heritage taking on Westminster. North Hall taking on Stockbridge. Over in Quadrant 2, LaGrange is hosting the Westover Patriots. Remember, we saw Westover take on Northside on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. Westover lost to Northside. LaGrange beat Northside. So 
you look at the the matchup between these two teams, both 4A schools, but I think LaGrange has a huge advantage in this game. Baldwin has taken on Benedictine, so how great would this be if LaGrange is able to beat Westover? They could end up taking on the defending state back-to-back champions, the Benedictine Cadets, which I think with the reclassification, they're going to at least go to 3A private next year. Holy Innocence Episcopal taking on Cedartown. Pace County taking on North Oconee. North Oconee is my dark horse to win 4A. They have always had a great program, especially in baseball, but definitely football. Going over to Quadrant 3, Lovelet taking on Madison County. Hapefield Charter taking on Central. Westside is taking on New Hampstead. Shaw taking on Stars Mill. Remember, Stars Mill got the number one seed. They beat Troop County and LaGrange. East Forsyth is taking on Luella. Northwest Whitfield is taking on Stevenson. Burke County taking on Perry. And finally, Trinity Christian taking on Bainbridge. Trinity Christian is a very tough number four seed, but Bainbridge is one of the top teams in 4A. All right, we're almost done promise we got 3a we have four more to go through so just to let you know and then we got the gaps and the GIAA. so let's go to 3a all the controversy last year and you know let's just get past that and let's move on has um hesvia i hope i'm pronouncing that right because i don't want to um hepizva the number three seed taking on crisp county Long County is taking on Mary Persons, who's a number one seed, by the way. White County is taking on Bremen. Hebron Christian Academy taking on Cedar Grove. Boy, does Cedar Grove want to try to get payback for last year's state championship. I think that Cedar Grove, they have got a shot, especially their bracket looks very easy. They've got a shot to at least get to the Final Four championship game and possibly win it all. Down in Quadrant 2, Thomasville is taking on Harlem. You have Jackson taking on Calvary Day. Ringgold taking on Wesleyan. Carver of Atlanta taking on Stevens County. Moving over to the right side in Quadrant 3, Douglas is taking on Oconee County. Gordon Lee is taking on Lumpkin County. Peach County taking on Savannah Christian. Monroe taking on Morgan County. Monroe making the playoffs. They had a winning season. Congratulations to the Golden Tornadoes. Monroe area, the number three seed, taking on Sandy Creek. Sandy Creek is a dangerous two seed. I I just got to say that. Gilmer is taking on Adairsville. Savannah County, Savannah Country Day taking on Upson Lee. Upson Lee is the number two seed. Academy of Richmond is taking on the Carver Tigers. I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we could possibly see a quarterfinal matchup between Carver and Sandy Creek. That game would be at Otis Spencer Stadium because Carver is the number one seed. But because Sandy Creek is a dangerous two seed, I think they could get an upset against a number one seed like Adairsville and end up playing Carver in the quarterfinals. Getting a little excited, a little ahead of myself on that. Let's go to 2A. Um, I've always loved 2A because, you know, Callaway won this thing back in 2020. You had the Fitzgerald Purple Hurricane win this. But who's going to win it this year? 
Well, Thompson, well, last year they actually beat Fitzgerald. So let's start with that game. Putnam County is taking on the Purple Hurricane of Fitzgerald. Down in the other bracket in Quadrant 1, Vidalia is taking on Spencer at Otis Spencer Stadium, 1 p.m. on Saturday. So we could possibly see a matchup between Fitzgerald and Spencer in the second round. And Spencer would host that game on November the 17th. Modell is taking on Farrell. Providence Christian taking on Callaway. Could it be that we could get a quarterfinal matchup between Spencer and Callaway? Yes, that is a possibility. And determining on the GHSA coin flip, we don't know if it's going to be at Callaway or at Otis Spencer Stadium. But let's try to get there before we get too ahead of ourselves because I'm just getting excited about thinking about that matchup. Worth County is taking on Langley. This is Quadrant 2. Ace Charter taking on Pierce County. Ace Charter was a number 4 seed taking on the number 1 seed Pierce County. South Atlanta taking on North Murray. Redan is taking on Fellowship Christian. Over in Quadrant 3, Eagles Landing Christian Academy taking on Union County. Washington taking on Rock Mart. Southwest Taking on Toombs County, Jeff Davis is taking on the defending 2A champions, Thompson, who is a number one seed. And then finally, Athens Academy taking on Columbia. Fanning County is taking on North Cobb Christian. Appling County is taking on Northeast. Remember, Northeast was one of the top-ranked teams in 2A, and then Spencer upset them, denying them the number one seed. Now Northeast, they're hosting Appling County. But then they'll wait the winner of Washington County and Cook. Could we see Northeast upset Cook in the second round as a number two seed? We shall see. All right, two more classifications to go. 1A Division II, this is where we have majority of the teams in the Chattahoochee Valley. 1A Division I has some teams on the outskirts of the Chattahoochee Valley, like Heard County, Lamar County. But we'll get into 1A Division I. Because that's a very intriguing, that's a very intriguing league. All right, the team that won it all, Bowden, you know they they're not favorite this year. Sly County clearly is the favorite to win the state championship. Bowden got upset by Manchester to begin the season. We'll talk about them when we get to their part of the bracket. But Wilcox County is taking on Seminole County. McIntosh County Academy is taking on Clinch County. Mount Zion taking on Manchester. Manchester, I know they lost to Schley County, but Manchester is looking to make a deep run as they are the number two seed. Washington Wilkes taking on Johnson County. Randolph Clay taking on Telfair County. Turner County is taking on Portal. Macon County taking on Christian Heritage. Glasgow County is taking on Aquinas over to Quadrant 3, Hancock Central taking on Green County. Taylor County is taking on Bowden. They're taking on the defending champions. Taylor County out of Butler, just on the outskirts of Columbus, about 20 minutes west, 20 minutes east of Columbus. You know, I, I see it all the time when I take the back roads heading towards Macon. I'm just happy for Taylor County, the Vikings for making the playoffs. Yes, they are number four seed. Yes, this is going to be a tough out for Taylor County, taking on the defending 1A champions. But they could be up to the task. 
Charlton County is taking on Jenkins County. Miller County taking on Dooley County. Lincoln County taking on Wilkinson County. Yeah, that's right. I did say that. And then I don't have who Schley County's playing. It says TBA. And this is according to the GHSA website. We'll try to figure out who they're playing. Emanuel County Institute taking on Lanier County. Hawkinsville is taking on Early County. With that being said, I still think that Schley County, with their team that they have, Jalewis Sol Solomon and Jay Kawazana, they have just a, a great team, and I think that Schley County has got to be the favorite of the state title. All right, let's go finally to 1A Division One. Temple taking on Irwin County. Claxton taking on Bleckley County. Pepperell taking on Mount Vernon. Athens Christian taking on the defending champions, Prince Avenue Christian. This is the home of the Georgia quarterback, Brock Vandegrift. This is a great school. And, you know, they got the big win in the state title last year against Swainsboro. Prince Avenue Christian is looking to go back-to-back. -back. Pelham taking on Heard County. East Lawrence taking on Bryan County. Mount Pisgah Christian taking on Dade County. Jasper County is taking on Commerce. Over to Quadrant 3, Oglethorpe County taking on Elbert County. St. Francis taking on Treon. Swainsboro is taking on Metter. Bacon County is taking on Lamar County. Lamar County just outside of the Chattahoochee Valley in Barnesville. Rabin County taking on Social Circle. Darlington taking on Whitfield Academy. Screving County taking on Dublin. Crawford County taking on Brooks County. Crawford County out of Roberta. They got the number four seed. So good luck to all the teams in the GHSA playoffs. Let's talk about the gaps. 3A playoffs. We know that Cherokee Christian and Calvary Christian both have a bye. Calvary Christian will await the winner of the Keynes Academy and Lanier. Christian Academy. They will play the week of November the 17th in the semifinals. And then Cherokee Christian will await the winner of Skipstone Academy and the Walker School. And the championship, if equals meet the winner of game five or the top team left, will be the home team. So let's say Cherokee Christian and Calvary Christian both win. The championship game will be held at Cherokee Christian. Even though Calvary Christian beat Cherokee Christian in the regular season, it says in here that the winner of game five will, if equals meet, that will be the team that will get the home field. Regardless of that, we do plan on following Calvary Christian all the way until their season ends. Hopefully it'll be in the championship game and uh, we can call a Calvary Christian championship. What a job that Coach Brunson has done in his first year, winning a region title and one win away from advancing to the championship. They have a bye this week, and they will play in the semifinals, and they will be hosting that game, and we will have that game right here on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. When I mean right here, I mean, you know, I do work for Georgia-Alabama Sports Live, so you know we're going to be live streaming that game. All right, so we have the GIAA playoffs as well. Uh, St. Ampicelli taking on Brookstone on the 27th. Pacelli is a number three seed. Brookstone is the number six seed. The two seeds that have buys, we have First Presbyterian Day 
is the number one seed. Bullock Academy is the number two seed for the right to play at Five Star Stadium down in Macon, Georgia. And one more note, Flint River Academy, they are the overall number one seed in the GIAA in Class 1 as they will host a game on November the 17th for the right to play in the state championship down in Macon on November the 30th. Wow, I know that was a lot to talk about when it comes to brackets in the Georgia playoffs. I'm hoping to get some guests on this week so we can actually go into a deep dive about this upcoming playoffs. I'm excited about the playoffs because they're here and it is always fun. And before I close this show, I do want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. They did fall to the Oklahoma City Thunder 126 to 117 tonight, snapping a four game losing streak. And uh, they just did not shoot it very well. They shot 37% from the floor. DeAndre Hunter had an off night, shot 2 of 13. Trey Young shot 5 of 18. So when the Hawks have an off night shooting, it's hard to overcome that, especially when you have a road game. The Hawks usually don't find that consistency. Still 4-3, and three, still a good team. They're taking on the Magic this Thursday. They should be fine. Some of the other NBA action, the Golden State Warriors beat the Pistons 120-109. to The Heat beat the Lakers 108-107. to And it's not time to panic just yet down in L.A. Because remember, they started 2-10 last year and they went to the Western Conference Finals. But the Los Angeles Lakers are 3-4 and right now. I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know if anybody was paying attention. The team I'm disappointed in is the Sacramento Kings. Two and four, there is no excuse. You were a number three seed last year, and you lost in seven games to the Golden State Warriors. You can only build from that. Hey, how about the Milwaukee Bucks? They were down in this game against the Brooklyn Nets. They were able to get the win 129-125. to 125. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 36 points and 12 rebounds, and that is just living proof that coffee is for closers. Great teams, great teams find a way to win the big games, and that's what the Milwaukee Bucks did tonight. Four and two, still a, a pretty decent record. As all the games except one has wrapped up for the night. And with that being said, I'm going to give an update on that Monday night football game. I mean, it's late. It's 11 o'clock at night on a Monday night. 4.36 left to go in the fourth quarter, and the Chargers leading the Jets in New York, by the way, in in, in New Jersey, New York's uh, home stadium, MetLife Stadium. The Chargers leading the Jets 20-6. to Look, when you're going up against an elite quarterback like Justin Herbert, you got to match him. you got to be elite. I don't think Zach Wilson is that guy. That's why Jets fans are crossing their fingers hoping that Aaron Rodgers finds a way to come back this season because the Jets window, you get a great quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you got a great defense. Jets fans think they could win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to be able to win a playoff game with Zach Wilson. So I don't know if they're going to be able to pull this out. They're trailing 20-6, to but we'll see. Don't forget, tomorrow's show, I'm going to recap everything 
And uh, we are also going to have our Georgia Alabama Sports live show tomorrow as well. I want to thank Ryan O'Neill back at the station for allowing me to have a radio show here on this fine station, WQEE. But if you can't listen to me on the radio, you can always download and subscribe to the podcast. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm also on Facebook Live. Go and like the Facebook page. It's called The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I try to do a show on Monday nights and Wednesday nights. As you can see, I got a pattern. I don't want to have my show competing with the late kick with Josh Pate. He's on on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights. So why not do a show on Mondays and Wednesdays so I'm not competing with that audience. Thank you, everybody, for watching me on Facebook Live once again. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your night. I'm going to go ahead and close out the show once again with my intro music. I hope you like it. Have a great night, everybody. When you really need something to get you through a long graduation ceremony, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are there to give you a thrill. With varieties like Trolley Sour Bursting Crawlers, the worm's soft and chewy texture, surprising flavor combinations, and neon bright colors will give everyone a reason to celebrate. So when you want to notch the festivities up a couple degrees, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are the perfect way for everyone to celebrate. Shop now for any trolley that crawls your way. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week, my special guest is Blake Goss of New Spring Worship. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I'm making ways in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. For us, that scripture came alive because he did a new thing actually in an old place. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. Home of Southern Sports and Talk. Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. The Baxters have a new first book. From number one New York Times best-selling novelist Karen Kingsbury, author of life-changing fiction, comes The Baxters, a prequel. The heart-pounding story of Carrie Baxter's wedding. Amidst family tension and the worst storm Bloomington, Indiana has seen in a decade. The Baxters, by America's favorite inspirational storyteller, Karen Kingsbury. Visit KarenKingsbury.com for more information. The Baxters, available now wherever books are sold. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. 
text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Calvary Sonoy Fellowship is an expository Bible teaching church where we study the Word of God line by line and we apply it life by life. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock on WQEE and we look forward to having you join us. Our church offices are located in Sonoy, Georgia, 6855 Highway 16, Suite 102, Sonoy, Georgia. If you'd like to call us, our number is 770-755. 8243. Or you can reach me, I'm Pastor Bob, at bob at calvarysenoy.org, S-E-N-O-I-A. You also can go to our website at www.calvarysenoy.org. You can reach our YouTube channel there, as well as our Facebook page. Join us at 10 o'clock right here on WQEE. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.